guys, it's Hannah. And Montana. And you're listening to Literally, Literally with Mon and Han. I said that so weird. I was like, hey, it's Hannah. What's good? What's good? <laughs> the radio show voice or whatever. Literally. Oh my God. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. good. We're acting yes. like we didn't just sit here for three hours, three hours and, and talk. talk. I know. I'm like, hey, Hannah, like, <clears throat> you gotta come over. Let's podcast. And then we were like, I know. You're like, on. I need to be home. Early today. <laughs> like, can you? Yeah, I know. I'm like, oops. I know. I have two midterms tomorrow, and I was like, I'm pulling in all night, or like, we gotta make this quick. And then after two hours, I'm like, okay, let's start recording. I feel like it happens every time, though. Yeah. We just start talking and we never stop. We had, we had some good discussions. Yeah. This is why we have a podcast because we just, we need to let it out sometimes. Exactly. <laughs> um, how have you been? You had two midterms. How'd they go? Yeah. So I had, today I had two midterms. My first midterm was at 8.30 this morning. So for me, I feel like that's not that early for lots of people, but for me, 8.30, especially with online school now, that oh, yeah. fact we don't have to physically be there, 8.30 is just, that it's, sucks. it's early. So I had an 8.30 exam, and then I had a two-hour break, which I, like, studied, did a bunch of cue cards, like, just went ham, and then I had a second midterm. So I was doing midterms and studying from 8.30 until about 2.30. Wow. Which is not, like, it's a full day, kind of, for me. So I was exhausted afterwards, but I got 83% on my econ midterm, which I'm happy about. You already know. Yeah, because the, like, website, it's kind of like the one you use for Crim. Mm-hmm. It, like, it's all multiple choice, and it just, you put it in, and right as you click submit, it just, like, files so it, and easy. you know your mark. Yeah, so, for that one, I got 83, which I'm going to take. I'm going to take it. That's I'm, a good mark. I'm, That's an A. No. Yeah. 85 is an A. Nope, 85 is an... Oh, what? Sorry, that's an A minus, though. That's still an A minus. 83 is an A minus. 85 plus is an A, and then 90 plus is an A plus. Are you kidding me? Yep, so you got an A minus, just so you know. Oh, I am thriving. No, this I know. This makes me so much happier. Because in high I school, that also makes me kind of sad, though, because in high school, like, I would have actually beat myself up because that, that's only a B. Like, in high school. Like, that's anything why... under 86 member was a B. Yeah. That's why I thought... Yeah, that's an A minus. This... University standards are low, hun. It's... You, oh. you were thriving. Oh, geez. That makes it... I literally was like, oh, it's only a B, but I'll take it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're fine. Got an A minus. Like, when I only got, like, 80 on, like, a test, I was like, Dad, I got an A minus. And he's like, that's my girl. And I was like, you don't even know. I was 20% to... off from doing well. Like, you know. <laughs> then you don't need to tell them the it's, percentage, oh, though. That's, that's why I'm <laughs> telling you. That's so... Okay. So, I got an A minus exactly. on my... Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had my sociology today, which wasn't too bad. Um, and... I don't know what I got for that one yet because it's like she has to go through and mark it and stuff. So we'll figure that out within probably the next week. But it was just nice to get like two in one day was a lot. But now they're done. But they're done and I'm really happy. Like I had the option to do my econ one on Thursday, but I was like, no, I'm just going to get them both done today because there's like two time slots. So yeah. So I got those two done. I'm really happy about that. I need to check. I don't even think I have... Hopefully my prof or no one's listening, but like, I don't even think I have a midterm for my other classes. I just have papers and then for geography, I don't, I should probably check. But so I think that might be done for my midterms minus like papers and stuff I have to write. That's so good. Which would be really nice. So yeah, so that was, I felt like that was a productive day because I got those out of the way. But yeah, what about you? Um, well, I was up till three last night studying and then I slept for five hours and then I had class this morning. So I've been like living at my friend's house and we have been literally studying so much and like, I'm literally going over to her house right after this to prep for our exam. And I think I might just stay up straight through to the exam Mm. because 
I'm going to be prepping because I'm like you. I have two exams tomorrow. Yeah. So I'm going to prep all night for my exam during the night tomorrow. Like like okay. my tomorrow night's exam. And yeah. then my morning exam, just kind of like let it soak in. Is that smart? <laughs> I don't know. But we'll see. What, we'll see. What time's your morning exam tomorrow? Uh, 8.30 or 9. He starts the class half hour late sometimes. So <laughs> 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 might be at 9. So you're like, I have to be up for 8.30, but who knows? Yeah. Okay. So 8.30, 9. Hmm. Yeah. And then my other one goes till 9 o'clock at night tomorrow night. So I might have oh. a power nap in there. I was going to say, if you're pulling an all-nighter, you definitely... Or I might just sleep tonight and just wing tomorrow morning, you know? Like, just swing it on, yeah. <laughs> Me with all my... Everyone's listening being like, this, these girls, as our episode is about school today, like, no, you know, so... It, yeah, our routine and, like, how we study and stuff, and... No, I was literally the same. I was, uh, didn't study, barely. I did a little bit. Jane came over, and we, like, had a little study day. Study day, like, three hours, maybe. Oh. And then I went to bed. You got bed. a cute Insta story, though. Everyone knew you were studying, though. Hey, there we go. But I went to bed. I literally... I never go to bed before, like, 11. Like, it's just... I can't. The night before exams where I could be cramming and studying, I decided to go to bed at 9. Like, <laughs> who doesn't? like, rest easy. Yeah. So, I'm the same. Dude, I woke up and I was like, time to wing it. <laughs> but for today... We have a good podcast. Yeah. It's yeah. episode nine. Yeah. We're getting a lot of love from the one that we just put out, and I think it was, like, probably my favorite episode. It was so fun. By far my favorite. It was a lot of fun to make, and it was a lot of fun to listen to afterwards, too. I know. Like, I enjoyed listening Editing to it. Editing it was so much fun. Like, I loved... So. I got rid of, like, barely anything. <laughs> I know. I honestly... I snubbed myself a lot on that episode. <laughs> I was like, well, you don't need to hear that, Hannah. No one cares about what you said there. Like... <laughs> I honestly love when it's like not nothing's cut, everything's just like what happened. I think it's funny. Yeah. So. Um. Okay. Should we go into what we're literally obsessed with for this week? Yeah. Do you well, wanna... I guess we didn't really expand on what we're oh. doing. So, we're we're doing. Um. Today's episode's gonna be kind of on school and like focusing in on online school and like our experience so far. Our and our, our our programs yeah, and, and what our, we're doing for school. Yeah, and our specific programs because I feel like, yeah, Hannah and I are in such different ones too. So you can kind of get two ends of the mm-hmm. spectrum and um, programs that are out there. So yeah, just kind of talking about that, our experiences, and kind of where we see ourselves in the future too. And then a little bit on online school and how different it is from, from what we're used to, as, as you guys all know. Yeah. So, yeah. I know. That's the one thing. Everyone can relate to this. So Yeah. So Okay. Do you want to take it away? What are you okay. literally obsessed with this week, Mom? Okay, so I'm literally obsessed with sweats. I feel like that's just such a <laughs> easy one. But I, with literally being online schooling, you don't have to get up and dress super cute and, like, get ready mm-hmm. and go to school and stuff and be like, okay, well, who am I going to run to? Who am I going to see? Not for people who saw me at school. They're going to be like, you didn't even try anyways yeah. because I didn't. But, <sighs> like, <laughs> being at home, I just, like either stay in my PJs or just throw on sweats and a hoodie and you're good to go for the day Mm -hmm. of like school and classes. So I have a bunch of sweats now and I actually live in them. Like my friends, if you ask them, we'll go out and I'll keep my sweats on. It's actually kind of embarrassing. I should probably, my jeans need to be worn again. It's like a style though, you know, like wearing sweats and like sneakers and, or like bands. I don't know. It's like a, see, but like it's a vibe when you do it right. And then there's me. I'm, I'm wearing sweats Why right would now. I do it, at least? <laughs> oh, it, it is. You look so cute. And then there's me. And I literally rolled up to Hannah's house. I'm wearing sweats. They're rolled at the bottom because I'm so short. Like, they're rolled. 
And then I'm wearing socks, fluffy socks, with my slippers. Like, it's not a vibe. And the color of your sweats is like baby poop diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) It's like that brown that's like like, kind of yellow. And my my socks are black and white. And then I'm wearing a black hoodie. It's not a vibe. From the two years you played basketball, it's over. (laughs) My grade eight hoodie. I ran. I ran today, like... Around the track in my uh, uh, Dover track hoodie. And I was like, I look like such a baller right now. And I was like, <laughs> like wheezing. And they're like, no way you did track. No way you actually competed. Which they're right. I didn't. So I feel that. Yeah. I th- think it's so funny. I literally, I wear this all the time. And like, it says Dover Bay, which is clearly a high school. It has my last name and everything on it. And I'll wear it to like the liquor store. And I don't get ID'd. And I'm like... Well, doesn't everyone wear it? Like, I mean, grade. I actually wear my Laserhawks track hoodie, and that was from f- literally when I was in the ninth grade. True. But this I feel is... like you're supposed to ID, and then they'd come in wearing a high school hoodie. Like, then I'd be like, oh, like, definite. You know? Yeah. I just feel like... Like, I, I know, but I feel like they're probably just like, I don't even give a shit at this point. Like, True. they probably don't even care. I know. I need to I need to switch this hoodie out. I literally, you today, a lot. shout out Wyatt saying he hates this hoodie because I wear it too much and it's still from grade 8. That's a little rude, honestly. Yeah, I know. Wyatt. It's just a black hoodie. Like, <laughs> I, I think it's a vibe. I think it's cute. Okay. Well, I, I wouldn't say a vibe, but uh, <laughs> it's fine. Um, but yeah, so that's my obsession for the week, sweats. It's what I live in now. I, I love it. I love it. Okay. Very on you? trend with COVID. Yes. Okay. May I go? Yes. Yes. Okay. I am literally obsessed with this um, person on Instagram. I love how I did a whole episode on like self-love and like to not follow people that you feel are unattainable. But basically, this girl on Instagram, her name is Mecca Wright. M-E-C-A-H. I think I've showed you her profile before. I literally got my friend Enya obsessed with her too. Like she she is not famous like she was not she's not actress anything she's not really even like an influencer her life is just very beautiful mm. so she's gotten a lot of followers so mm. she's friends with a lot of bloggers in LA but she's not a blogger and I found her because someone reposted her story using their product so I just like went to go her page I went to go to see in her page and it's very like everything is like her vibe like the color scheme of every post it all matches it's her and her husband and their like three-year-old son named jagger <gasps> jackson mecca and jagger like that is their family oh that's so cute her whole vibe is like sweat shorts and hoodies and then like blazers with like mini shorts like she's just an in this insane individual i'm obsessed with her so on that we like dm and like we like talk what yeah this happens a lot with me. I just, oh, I know. I swear to God, every time I come over to Anna, she's like, so I'm talking to this new person. And they're TV always show, like you know. And I'm like, what? Like, I'm obsessed with that person. So she'll, like, post that she's, like, in Whole Foods. And, oh, that's the thing. So her husband owns, like, this bomb clothing company. Like, they're, I think they're, like, they have, like, a very nice life. Wait, where are they from? Like, Los Angeles. Like, okay. they're from, like, Calabasas, I think. And, like, he has this very expensive clothing line. But, like, his staples aren't that expensive. So, I've been, like, saving up to get one of their, like, vintage-inspired t-shirts. And I think I'm going to bite the bullets we can and get it. Because it's so... I want to support them so badly. Yeah. I love them. Like, yeah. And anyway, so we, we were, like, talking the other day. Um, and, I don't know. Like, she was in Whole Foods. And I was like, is it just me? Or, like, could you get, like, lost in there? Like, just hang out there for hours. You're and she's like, And she's like... Me too. And then we talk about Whole Foods. Anyway, so she made this post about, like, a swipe up link for, like, these sweatshorts. And I was like, hey, so, like, are you going to start blogging? I would read that shit like it's, like, my Bible. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm going to repost this and see what everyone thinks. So she reposted my comment to her. She, she didn't, like, I mean, no one could see that it was me. But I thought yeah. that was so cool. Like, first of all, she responds. 
she likes my comment, she responds, then she reposts it. She does like a poll. Some of the people are into a blog, some of the people aren't. Like she, she's getting a very big following now because people are just like me, they're obsessed with her. And then she like wrote back and she's like, oh my god, like Red Hearts, like did okay. And I was like, oh, I love. Anyways, I I just think it's so nice. Like it's just so nice of her that like. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like she sees me and she's just like, oh, this poor girl from Vancouver Island. Who the <laughs> fuck is she? But I'm obsessed with her and her life. And I think my dream job would be to be her personal assistant. Like, I would do anything for that woman. Really? Like, I don't even know her, but I would do anything. I think one day we should try and get her on the pod. I feel like we could do it. Oh my God. Not because she's so not cool. famous, but just because she's so, she's like, okay. Like, she's just so, she's very much our vibe. And like, I feel like we could, what would we even talk to her about? She's not famous for anything. Like, she does, she's just cool. Like, we'd have her on for athletic <laughs> purposes only. Like, you know? We could just, we, we'd figure it out. We could just talk we, to her. Yeah. Just about being a style. Like, like a how, table. how did you grow, yes, a red table, table talk. Table. How did you grow your following literally doing, like, just, like, living your life? Like, yeah. being a mom, running a company with your husband. Like, you know? I need to go check this girl out now. You do? Yes. I'm obsessed with I'm her. doing this after. Mm. Oh, anyways. I'm obsessed with her. So, in the that healthiest way possible, love you, yeah. Micah. <laughs> I feel like one day like, she's, she, she's going to be like, yeah, you are a little weird. I am not going to talk to you anymore. Like, one day she will this just stop talking is, this to This is going to, like, come out, and, like, a week later, you're going to go to DM her again, and it's going to be, like, blocked. blocked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but be it's so just because I feel like I I want to be like her. Like, she's yeah. very nice, and she's really, like, she I don't give a F attitude. Yeah. And her kid is so well-behaved, and, like, her husband and her are so happy. So that's She's why. thriving. Yeah, she is. Wow. Anyway, so... That. <laughs> sweatpants and mecca um okay so we have a list of questions and we both prepared answers for um about our programs because i feel like in our very first episode we talked about what we were going to school for but it'd be fun to dive in on that yeah we didn't really expand on it so we mentioned our each individual programs but yes. we didn't talk about like why we chose them um how we came to choosing them like what it's like now with me being in um second year hannah being in fourth like yeah so it would be fun to just like dive in talk more about it and then if anyone is wanting to go into either crim or education which Mm -hmm. is what we're in um then they can kind of like see what that's about and stuff and just like i feel like talking about university in general too like our programs online just the whole experience because i feel like we're both also at such different stages of it Mm -hmm. so it's kind of cool to like even when we talk to hear about yours and then mine and just how they're different because of different programs and different stages. So I think it'll be really cool. I'm, I'm excited to talk more about it. So with that, just like before we get into our first question, so let's mm-hmm. kind of dive in. You're in education. Yes. So I'm in criminology. Mm-hmm. What, when, like, what do people, so at the end of your program, what do mm-hmm. most people do? I think that's important to kind of say first. Okay. So For my program, education, so I'm in the Bachelor of Education program, which generally is when you go on the Bachelor of Education program, you're looking more towards elementary, like teaching elementary school students. If you're wanting to do um, high school, you usually do like a master's or a a major, and then you go to post-bac, which is another two years afterwards. So, but by major, you mean like a bachelor's of science yes. or a bachelor's of criminology, right? Like yeah. arts so and criminology. You, you decide like what you want to major in, like a topic, kind mm-hmm. of like a, a teachable or a minor. Um, and so for me, I'm doing the one that's more towards elementary, but within just the last year, I believe, I feel like anyone could correct me on this. I'm not exactly sure. They have changed the program a bit. So 
if you're wanting to teach at all, K to 12, whatever, you just, you can go into the Bachelor of Education program and then year, going into year three, you go through like, I'm pretty sure an mm-hmm. interview process or something and you decide, am I going to go elementary? Am I going to go high school? So now you can do that rather than doing the whole like major mm-hmm. and um, post back kind of thing. For me, I went in knowing that it was more directed to elementary and that's what I'm wanting to do. I still think that's where I'm at. Okay. With that said, I'm only in second year, so mm-hmm. who knows. But for people who go into my program, it's at BIU, it's five years. Mm-hmm. If you go somewhere like UVic, it's actually only four. So it, it really depends on where you go. Yeah. Um, so if you're going to BIU or you want to and you're going to go into education after your five years, um, a lot of people that I have known that have done that have gone into teaching right away and you do subbing and you do whatever, be a TA, like TOC, whatever, yeah. yeah, TOC, whatever you can do to kind of like get your name in there and <clears throat> um, start teaching. But yeah, honestly, I'm not, I'm, I'm only in second year, right? So like I still have three years, so yeah. I don't know what it's going to look like for me exactly. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What about, cool. so for your program, it's... How long and what do people usually get into right away? So criminology is a four-year program. The degree program is four years. Um, Up until this September that just happened at my university and most other universities, it was very weird how they had it set up. So with the criminology program, it's the two-year diploma. You have to do that and then you have to apply for third and fourth year. So Mm -hmm. I was still in that where I had to do my first two years and then I had to resubmit an application to Vancouver Island University, like as if I was applying for the first time, with all my grades. And we went from 200 seats to 35. Jeez. And now here's the thing. Not all 200 applied for the the year three, four, right? So I wasn't competing against 200 kids, but I was competing against a lot of kids. And some would apply to other schools, right, to hopefully get in. Because in BC, there's only three schools that offer it. So you, you kind of have to get in if you want to stay here, right? Now, you can mm-hmm. do the program without being in it, but it's better to be in it. So, again, spoiler alert, I'm sure you all know, I'm in year three. So, obviously, I made it in and I got in. But it was really hectic. But now you just apply for the full four years. Um, criminology, the mo- the thing I get most often is whenever I say I'm in crim, ten times out of ten, I get oh, so you want to be a cop then? Yeah. That's all that people think you do with that degree. Like, you know how education, like, most people will be a teacher. Like, people don't always go into education and just do, like, whatever after it, right? No, yeah. And, like, with that said, I didn't expand on it, but there are lots of things you can do, not just teaching after the education program. Exactly. But it, it, it is kind of a given. Like, a lot of people do. Yes. So that's kind of it with crim, like, people... A lot of people do go into policing, but you could do, like, parole work or, like... Um, corrections, like work in the prison. So again, it is like working more with that, but you could go into like, you could, I could get like my master's and be like the law prof at a high school, yeah. right? Like I could do a lot of different things. So um, there, it's a lot, and there's, I didn't even know about like how youth parole, you could get into that by doing like the current program. I thought that was like more of like a social work thing, right? Yeah. You can jump into social work from being that rich. So it opens up a lot more doors once you're in it. So now that I'm in it, I know a lot more. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's my program. So criminology and education. So very different. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like with mine, like I still, there's so many things I still don't know. Like Mm -hmm. honestly, like because it's five years and I know there's practicum towards the end, but there's a lot of things that I still don't know about the program. 
Whereas hand, you're coming towards the end of yours, so like you know kind of what it's gonna be looking like at the end and stuff like that. Yeah. So, which is nice. But did you know in high school that you wanted to be a teacher? Um, no. I. Funny backstory. My both of my um, grandparents on one side were teachers, um, in Ladysmith actually. Okay. And um, I had like totally respect them for doing it. I think it was amazing. Um. My dad had always told me about it and how they had, like, taught and how they loved it because it was their passion. Um, But I had always said, because my parents were like, you're amazing with kids, and I'd always known I'm going to do something with kids. I don't know what that's going to entail, but I'm going to be working with kids. Like, it's not an option. Mm -hmm. Um, But I had always told myself, no way will I ever be a teacher. What? Yeah, I don't even know if, yeah, I don't even know if Han knows this, like... For the past... It's ring familiar, but I didn't know that you were like, hell no. No, it was a strong hell no. Like, strong. Like, I put my foot down. I was like, no. My parents were like, okay, like, whatever you think, like, you just need to figure out what you want to do for you. And I was like, okay, anything but teaching. And they're like, fine. And it was to the point where I was, like, bitter about it. I was like, anything but teaching, like, not going to happen. And then um, it was just high school was coming to an end. I needed to start applying for things mm-hmm. and universities and programs and I was freaking out and then I started reconsidering teaching because also my aunt um there's a lot of relatives involved in this decision oh yeah my aunt um it was her parents so like her parents taught and then she went into teaching too okay and my dad was actually thinking about it maybe but then he took another route and became a chiropractor so like but so three people on that side of that family were teachers and so like I talked to her sometimes about it too and she loves it and stuff and so I kind of if if I'm being completely honest it was not like anything that happened it was a complete 180 on my part like okay I was like no one day and then I woke up the next morning being like you know what I want to work with kids I don't know what else I want to do I can't see myself doing anything else. I'm going to give it a try. So if I'm if I'm being honest, I'm not one of those kids who is like, from the time I was five, I knew I was going to be a teacher. I'm going into teaching. Like, I did not have it planned. One day I was like, I don't know what else I can do. So I applied for education, and I was like, I know that I'm great with kids. So not, not kids. like a last resort, but kind of like, I don't really know what else Almost. right now. No, it yeah essentially and I'm not I'm not saying like oh I'm just in teaching or education because I have to be because that's not the case I'm doing it and I'm I'm seeing what it's all about and if I don't if I don't end up doing that that's fine like I have a lot of courses I'm doing a teachable in social studies and I'm also minoring in history which I love and those can lead towards other things as well and I'm only in second year so I have time to change if I'd like um but yeah that's kind of how I kind of went into education. I like I'm not wow. I did not know I wanted to do it and it far from it actually like not at all. It was it's yeah, weird. that is yeah, that is very different. Yeah, so <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one I'm year like, from now we like she's like never mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm like just kidding, didn't work out, but I don't know. I think I think it would be a good fit. It's just me trying yeah. to think like is this what I want to do for the rest of my life kind of thing. But Exactly. What about you? For in high school, you knew you wanted to do crim, didn't you? Nursing. What? I know. Oh, did I? I know. I feel like I did, but I feel like shout out Mr. Nold is listening and being like, "Yeah, I knew you were never going to be a nurse. Don't you worry." (laughs) But like, I 
just from when I was little, I remember there's a paper my parents like used to have it framed like, and I wrote because I was really, uh, I used to admire the teachers' aides and like, mm-hmm. like the helpers in classrooms who help mm-hmm. with kids who had more like diverse abilities and things like that. Yeah. And I wrote a paper, and my teacher made me read out in front of the class about how I wanted to be a teachers' aide, and like why, and I, it makes me almost cry because I was just so pure and so happy. Like I thought it was like, the best job in the world. Anyways, that branched into nursing and. My older sister went into nursing, so I was like, oh, amazing. There'll be two nurses in the family. And my mom was just like, yeah, like, you're great with kids. And I am really good with kids, so it makes so much Mm -hmm. sense. But around grade 10, I was like, this is wrong. Like, I should not. And I was doing all these science classes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My brother's home right now as we're recording, and he just flushed the toilet. (laughs) I can't wait to hear if you can probably just pick. Or or they won't be able to hear it, and they're like, there was no toilet. What's wrong with them? (laughs) Shout out to Ezra. Um, Okay, so anyways. And I I was so... nursing and all these sciences were not going well like I was not doing well in any of my science classes that's why I'm saying I knew Mr. Noel like knew that because yeah. I was a really bad science and math student yeah. which is really important for nursing right uh-huh. but it was not gelling and it's not because I was lazy I just was not getting it my brain yeah. doesn't work that way papers though hey yes I was really good at papers <laughs> really good at arguing like really good at debating like I thrived in that and I just kind of honestly I was watching Scandal which is like a show by Shonda Rhimes and I was like I could do this like I could I could argue like for whatever side I had to you know yeah. so I feel like that slowly made me kind of shift into more of like a law perspective yeah and I actually went into the business program because right. for to take the LSAT you can take any undergrad which also didn't go well because that was a lot more math and stuff and I was like I need a program where I can excel in and that's cram because it's yeah. a lot of papers it's a lot of analytical thinking and it's not a lot of like it's a lot of critical thinking and not like mathematical thinking. Yeah. And I just thrive better. So I, sorry, long story, that's a long story, but long story yeah. short, kind of like you, I was so not even thinking about this yeah. up until closer to the end of my high school career that like the law and like yeah. criminality and things like that was something that I would be into. Okay. I think that's so funny because you were saying that like when you were seven, you were like, oh, a teacher's aide, which is like, I'm, I'm not a teacher's aide, but like I'm in education and when I was six years old, like, I would get on full debates and arguments with my mom and my my biological dad. And I would literally be like, I'm going to be a lawyer. And they were like, yeah, you are. Wow. Because you're so good at this. And, like, I was six at the time. And I remember all the way through high school, like, a year before I started applying for schools and stuff, I was like, I'm going to go into law. And I'm going to be a lawyer because I'm... I'm also, like, so passionate about, like, social justice and that stuff. So that's, like, a passion of mine, and I'm really into it. So I still, like, love that aspect of it. But the other thing is, like, I know that I do not have the the stamina and the motivation to go through law school. Yeah. Like, I know know that now. And I'm, like... But it's just funny because I... Yeah, at six, I was, like, all the way until um, I applied to schools, I was, like, lawyer. And then you were teacher's aide. And we're swapped. Yeah. It was so (laughs) swapped. And it's just so funny that, like, not to, like, bring it back to me, but my Mm -hmm. best friend's dad growing up is a top-ranked criminal defense attorney. Wow. In Canada. Like, I spent every day with this guy, and I wasn't even thinking about law. And I used to ask him all these questions out of pure curiosity, and now I'm like, wait a second, I should have been asking him way more questions. Yeah. Right? Like, it's always opportunities that, like, are kind of hovering that you don't really think of, and then, bam, they hit you one day, right? And then you're like, wow, and you look back. And the second I was like, maybe law, my mom was like, I I was waiting for you to think of that. Like, I totally, and I was like, no, you didn't. Like, this (laughs) was not your idea. But, like, it was so crazy. Like, it just, 
it clicks like how you said it clicks one day you're just like yeah. yeah that's what I'm supposed to do yeah for sure that's so funny I think it's so funny how we're like actually swapped I know yeah <laughs> I know I didn't even I kind of forgot about that honestly like I don't think we either neither of us thought about it no not at all and there's we haven't really talked much about like how we what we felt like earlier on in our lives and like what yeah what we wanted to do before well because yeah and like we met when you were in like grade like we we became friends when you were in like grade 12 and you were kind of probably already amping up for this so and I was was, already full in my program so yeah I had already like applied and gotten accepted into schools for education and everything when we became super close so it was Mm -hmm. already kind of just like a a given it was already happening yeah and so like the next question is like when did you know that you wanted to take that program we just kind of said that I guess like for both of us it came at a later time in high school yeah it definitely came and it's interesting because I know a lot of people where it comes really early too. Like my friend Carly, shout out Carly, who's in nursing up in Quinnell. She knew. Like when we were really young, she wanted to be like a chef because she's an amazing cook. (laughs) Love your cooking, Car. But then it kind of swapped and she knew because she's just so good with people. And she's like, she's got that like nurturing, like taking care of people type of thing in her bone and in her bones. So she just knew from early on in high school that it was going to be nursing and she's in it and she loves it and that's what she's doing she's like so happy like I would love her to be my nurse like her oh, face yeah. is very welcoming yeah and I feel she's like she'll have very be... good bedside care oh which is so needed yeah she's gonna she's gonna be amazing <clears throat> at her job yeah it's it's gonna be exciting and you can already tell because of how much she's enjoying like yeah it's hard work yeah of course there's parts where nobody would like it but, like, just that fact that she's so, like, enthralled in it and she's just loving what they're learning mm-hmm. is just going to make her that much more of, like, a better nurse. No, so, totally. Yeah, but it's just interesting. Some people know so early on and then some people, you have no idea, right? Like, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest, I still don't even know what I want to do. Like, I'm yeah. I'm in it and I'm learning lots and I'm having a good time and it's interesting to learn all these things. But, yeah, sometimes you just, you don't, you just got to try something. I feel like that's well, the thing. You don't be afraid. For me, that was my biggest fear. I was coming up to the end of grade 12. All my friends had applied and knew what they were, like, programs they were going into. And I was like, I still don't know what I want to do or what I'm mm-hmm. going to be good at. And so I feel like that's just... It's a, a lot to put on a 17-year-old. That's Pick your career. Yeah, it is a lot. And I mean, I mean, we all have to go through it. If you decide to go to university, like mm-hmm. post-secondary school, it's a decision that you're definitely going to have to really think about and make. But there is no, like, there's nothing wrong with just taking exploratory or even going into a program and realizing, you know, what this isn't for me because... Exactly, that's what I did. Uh-huh, and people don't realize, like, it took me so long. It took me even first year of university to realize that the courses that you're taking, almost every program, you're going to have some, maybe not all, that are going to swap over mm-hmm. and can go towards something else. So don't be like, that was a waste of my two years of my life like, exactly it's gonna count towards something uh-huh. so I think that's important well I mean let's kind of expand on that a little bit more like I w- the question that we have down is like why did you want to be in this program and I think our answer is like we're geared towards more like before why we want to go into this mm-hmm. but I think like in our combo now like being in it and knowing what you know mm-hmm. why do you want to be like if we're assuming that you're gonna be a teacher like why why do you want to be a teacher like why yeah. do I want to work in a field of criminology you know yeah um for me I think like it kind of just expands on what I said before is teaching it's all about like 
like you love working kids. working with children that's all you do all day long you you work with children and you get to be the thing for me where which is really keeping me in the program I'm in right now is the fact that you are like that first um like I don't know how to put it that first like experience of that kids they have their their families mm-hmm. at home and their and their friends and then and then you're the next thing like when you're that's why I like elementary too because when you're um a teacher you see the same kids every single day for the whole school year mm-hmm. you build bonds connections you you're not just their teacher teaching them math skills and science skills but you're also teaching them life skills like Correct me if I'm wrong. I hope this isn't like offend anyone, but I think that they're like the next important thing to that kid's family, like that kid's parents. Like they spend so well, much you're, time. When you're a little kid, you don't have many adults that you necessarily like, no. like trusted adults, right? Like you have your mom, your dad, your grandma, your grandpa. Yeah. Maybe they have siblings, yeah. but your teacher is the adult that you. A lot of kids will tell their teachers things before their parents. Oh yeah, and right? it's like. You, when you're young, you're taught, like, yeah, it's, it's my parents, it's my grandma and grandpa, my uncle or whatever. Like, I can trust them, but it's still, like, it goes on that, like, stranger danger thing, right? So your yeah. teacher, it's a stranger, but it becomes an adult who becomes a, a part of you and a, someone who that you can, like you said, you can trust. For me, looking back, some of my elementary school teachers are people who I still, like, I'm just I love them so much mm-hmm. like they have such a place in my heart and to this day like I think about back on things that they told me or things that they taught me that I use in like my everyday life skills like it's not just about showing up every day at 8 a.m. teaching these kids it's not just about grading papers yeah. or playing games or singing songs like it's I just think there's so much more to it and for me that's what really gets me because I know that whether it's I'm working with kids or I'm having kids of my own when I'm older like ever since I was little I'm gonna be working with kids it's just Mm -hmm. it's what I'm good at it's what I love and teaching you get to be so much more than just a teacher if that makes sense Mm -hmm. oh we I'm sure we babysit so many kids where like they'll have little like things that they do in like their mm -hmm. everyday life and they're like this is how we do it at school yeah. Right. Yeah. And then you'll like, see, and like, so like parents will pick up on things, and then they implement them at home because of what comes from school. Like, do you oh, spend yeah. as much, you spend what is it six and a half hours a day with a kid? Something like that. Yeah. Every single day for five days a week. Yeah. That's a considerable amount of time. Oh, that's a lot right? of time that you spend with that kid. Like, you can be so influential on them and influence their behaviors, mm-hmm. their lives, how they perceive the outside world, and. I just think there's something, the reason I think I love kids so much is because they're just these sweet, little, innocent beings, Mm -hmm. human beings who have not experienced or seen the world yet. Mm -hmm. And like, this sounds so funny, but like, I just think it's like, they don't know the... It's like that school of rock quote where he's like, oh, I'm a teacher, all I need are minds for molding. Do you remember that? Like (laughs) Jack Black? When he's like, he's not a real teacher, his roommate is, and his roommate's out of the hotel. And he makes him... Same. It makes them all musicians. Yeah. But uh, the principal's like, anything else you need? And he's like, and he's trying to like play it up. So he's yeah. like, I just need minds for molding. Which is so true though, right? Like oh, no. you're molding it, little minds. Essentially, like it's it's crazy. Like you have so much, I feel like it sounds bad when I say power over them. Because like that, you don't want to put it that way. But yeah, you, they're just like a clean, clean slate. And mm-hmm. you can, I don't know, you want to raise them and bring them up. Just, you know, 
Everyone remembers their favorite teacher, right? Oh, definitely. My dad still talks to his favorite teacher on Facebook. Oh, they're Facebook friends. Mr. Mac. He was from Australia. He was my grade five and six um, teacher because I was in split classes both years. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the most amazing people I have ever met in my entire life. Like, no, no. He would come. He's come over for dinner. Like, we stayed Aww. connected. He moved back to Australia. He said I could come stay with him and visit whenever I wanted. And I was a kid who was not into school, was not there. I did not care. I could give two, yeah, like not at all. Literally. I did not give two squats. Like, and then I went into his class and I mean, you're only in grade five and six, so you're still super young. So it's not that big of a deal. But I, it was a 180 for me. Like he forced me to push myself and make me try hard and realize like you know what no this is my life like mm-hmm. I, it's gonna end up how I want it to end up so I need to like work for it and I totally I totally changed and he's probably one of the reasons I want to become a teacher see that's so special right so yeah so there's like a bunch of little things like that that are like okay yes I'm in the right program and mm-hmm. even if I don't end up teaching because I don't want to be like yes yes it's for me because yeah. I'm still unsure but I know that, like, I gave it a shot, and I'm still super excited to be in it and learning about it. Yeah, for sure. So, but yeah, that definitely for me is kind of why I'm still in the program and why... Why I'm holding out. Lit, Just kidding. Lit, why I'm holding out. Why I'm like, I can't leave. But yeah, after that long one to No, you're what totally about fine. You? Uh, I'll try and keep my little bit shorter, <laughs> if that's possible for me. Uh, with the criminology program, we learn a lot about the why of crime and I'm not even gonna lie like I was very ignorant to a lot of why crime is committed and I feel like I was very much on that mindset of like bad people do bad things mm. and you're bad to the, like rotten to the core bad bone like I didn't think about what your childhood could have impacted your adult life illegal activity right I didn't think about coming from single parent homes homes with no parents foster systems I didn't think about any of that right I didn't think about how you could you know something really horrible could happen to you as an adult and that triggers a life in crime right like all these factors like I never even thought about and I was very ignorant to it honestly and like being in it like it almost makes me be like shame on you like shame on you for not educating yourself more like that was such a narrow-minded way of thinking and I see it all the time like I got into a a fight in my dms over this because I remember I made a post just being like are people criminals and it's very much on labeling like to label someone a criminal is like kind of insane because we all know that people are people and there's so much more to someone right everyone makes mistakes well and like what's the mistake could be really bad but it's not a mistake right yeah and like not to interject but like for people like me who have no idea like we've never taken a crim class like we might think i understand because i know i hear you talk about it all the time and like i'm exposed to it a little bit but for people who have never taken a class or understood it like I understand how they could have that mindset yeah. oh absolutely. but just I be, did too just be willing to be open to learning about it yeah and it was like is it you know lack of resources or lack of education right like if you weren't if you went to a piss poor school your entire life graduated 18 and you never go to university because you can't afford it like your quality of life may not be as good as mine right yeah. I was lucky right and someone responded to my story and was like nope they're just and we got into a full art polite argument but like very much so like would not 
even be willing to understand that there might be more to it, right? And I get it. Like, you murder someone, that's really awful. But this is, like, taking a step back from that and being, like, what led up to that? Yeah. Is there room to grow as an individual past that, right? We all hear the stories about people who turn around their whole life around, right? Yeah. After doing something awful. So, and it's not excusing the activity. No. It's explaining it, which I think is what crime is all about. So, I think for me, I just, like, love that I'm able to be so much more aware because I feel like even when I see someone on the streets who you know, does not have a home, who's homeless, like, using drugs. Like, I feel like I would have had a totally different perception of them not even four years ago. Yeah. Right? You always make an assumption, and we can also that we don't, but a lot of us did before educating ourselves more. Oh, yeah. And now knowing so much more, I'm like, man, that easily could have been me had situations been so much more different, right? Yeah. So I think it's really helped me to expand my horizons, and I think why I'm in it now is because I see the cracks in our justice system, and I see the cracks in our... Um, just like systems of being mm-hmm. and it's like if I can educate myself and help change that like why wouldn't I like yeah. use the privilege that I have and use everything that I have to kind of like do better for my kids and for your kids right like I think I want to help someone and that's why I think like parole would be really cool because you're working with people who were recently incarcerated yeah who are working on getting better and doing better and you can see them improve almost so like it's like <clears throat> yeah you see the sad and the negative and stuff that people go through but then I feel like doing that job you can also see the the light at the end of the tunnel kind and of and work on the light at the end of the tunnel and help yeah. people right um so that's I think why I'm currently still kind of in it but yeah yeah which I think is so <clears throat> interesting too and you it. and I think you're just like me like we you got me into a lot of the volunteer programs that I'm with but like we are out in the community a lot and mm-hmm. we have been since we were younger so we see people from different walks of life. Yeah. And if you were only, if you were only taught a certain thing growing up, of course you're going to have a certain perception, right? Oh, like, yeah. Like, <clears throat> pardon my thought. No, for, I, <coughs> all the running. Out <laughs> of breath. Yeah, no, honestly, and I think, not that, I mean, I don't do a lot of volunteer work, and not that we're like, super like, integrated into our community and right. society, but I think, yeah, between you and me, like, Hen and I actually have been exposed to a lot of different things through whether it's, volunteering certain job opportunities Mm -hmm. certain people we've met throughout the community that have led or even through each other introducing to jobs and volunteering and opportunities like we talk about it all the time the things that we see and the things that you never would have thought about like Mm -hmm. what you said four or two years ago that are going on just in our community here in town oh yeah and I feel like each things that we've done and we've done kind of a lot of the same things too have our our best talks have been like sitting in our cars like with dairy free hot chocolate (laughs) talking about like yeah just what we've seen and obviously we we, we we've not even seen anything for some people but talks we've had with people and like discussing like how can you and i do better like we Mm -hmm. swap our stories we share our stories and then we're like okay like where can we go from here like let's find something right like that's our best discussion i feel like all the time no and i love them it's my Mm -hmm. favorite time of the day favorite part of the week like yeah and just being from like i said those little opportunities that we've gained i feel like they kind of speak to us as individuals ourselves too and I feel like they kind of like add on to why we're in our programs like certain things that we've done it's kind of influences us yeah you know what I mean absolutely so, yeah so I and think- I'm glad that someone in the education program like has seen you know not just like the hunky-dory side of Nanaimo right and oh yeah we've taught we've been befriended people who have been through like some serious shit right like that's mm-hmm. so good that you bring a different perspective because it, I'm sure it makes you a lot more compassionate caring and like loving Oh, on yeah. people who probably need it and same obviously with me and Krim like that's literally what, who I'll be working with right so exactly 
No, I think, and another, <clears throat> uh, that's another reason why I want to and why I'm staying in the program is because of the children and families um, in living in poverty here in our own community that I've worked with and I've gotten to know their families and I've created these bonds with these kids and I've seen where they've come from and where they are now and that just makes me like it I'm, I feel like I'm gonna cry no I mean, it um, makes, we get emotional all the time yeah like, like just thinking and about it you not to interject but like no. you just said how you're gonna be like another trusted adult in their life like mm-hmm. you from before 8 a.m. and after 3 p.m. you will not see these kids So you don't know what they're going home to or what they're not going home to, right? And, like, you are going to be a stable person in their life. And just to, like, I feel I'm just so proud of you for, like, being – I mean, if you end up being a teacher, right? Obviously, like, whatever you do, you'll be amazing. But, like, I would just be so, like, proud to know that, like, you are going to be someone stable in someone's life because Mm -hmm. you just bring such a good perspective, right? And you're gonna make me emotional. I know. <laughs> we're, like, like, we're gonna start take a break and just start crying. <laughs> but this happens every time. No, I know. No, but like I agree, and that's why like I want. I hope that people in the future and now who go into education and crim mm-hmm. go in. Like I know we all have our different reasons, but go in with perspective and go in being like this. Or is just open minds and yes. like open to learning, right? Open to learning and go in being like. I am open to all these new perspectives and opportunities, but I'm also like, this is why I'm here. Like, there's a reason I'm here. Like, you and Mm -hmm. I both said, like, we love people, we love kids, and we want to help people, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, being that safe place for these kids to come to from 8 till 3 because I have seen what some of these kids go home to. Absolutely. And for you, working with these, um, I guess, parole because you... Recently incarcerated people, Exactly, because you have seen what the bat what the other side looks like right mm-hmm. and how you can come from that or uh, yeah i've worked with you right like you know exactly. yeah like that's a thing that that's so crazy it's like I've, I've talked to people mm-hmm. who have been through it right like i i again like even saying that i'm like wow like that is privilege right there like yeah never having to think about where my next meal is coming from like all this stuff yeah. like you know i had a household with two parents like things like that yeah. like wow like i didn't even think yeah. that was privilege growing up you know no i know and i think not to, I'm not trying to like boost us both up or anything, but I think that both of us have that really good, like that view, that awareness. understanding, and yes, that awareness. Like, we both, we have conversations, like we said about it all the time. We both know that we are both very lucky in how we mm-hmm. raise. Like, yeah, we have our, our shit, we have our baggage, we have stuff that goes on, just like every household and every person does. Yeah. But we also have that awareness where we can take a step back and be like no you know what like Hannah and I have each other we have amazing families amazing friends we have an amazing job we have these amazing opportunities and the fact that we are able to have these and we have seen people who mm-hmm. don't get that opportunity I feel like it's just gonna make us that much more better and like open when we go into our jobs oh no absolutely right like I'm yeah I'm I don't even want to like you I think that's kind of summed it up like you nailed it on the head but yeah I th- and I think that's what's good for our like our respective careers as well like whatever yeah. we go into like being aware like going through it mm-hmm. and finishing yeah like being like that from the start yeah and I mean of course that kind of awareness and knowledge and stuff is good for anything right mm-hmm. like you want to have that yeah but just because of just what we're talking about, like how, how our perspective and what we're going into and why we're going into it. I think it's good that we do have that awareness mm-hmm. for sure. 
Um, so, I mean, I guess we kind of like spoke on it, like why you're in this, like what is your end goal with your program? And I feel like this one is maybe unknown for you right now, like unsure, like, but do you want to speak on where at the end of your five years, where you think you're going to be? Okay. So I'm scared. (laughs) Even then you're like, will it be five years? I don't know. Yeah. So I'm okay. A little nervous to speak on this because who, who knows, right? Like I, I don't know. And I'm okay with not knowing. Okay. Like I'm open for it to be like wherever I'm going to be in five years is where I'm meant to be. Mm -hmm. And I know that now, like it's my path that I'm on now is going to take me where I need to go. Um, but if, if I am to finish the education program right now at this stage in my life where I would like to be, um, definitely dependent on like where we are globally too. Like if we're still in a, in a pandemic, if this, um, COVID-19 still as bad as it is, you know, like it's definitely going to be dependent, but I have met recently a lot of people and just through like the jobs Hannah and I were talking about where I've worked with these children and seen where they come from. I've met some amazing people that I'm just so beyond grateful to have met who could open up some really big opportunities for me. And Mm -hmm. something I would am really passionate about is travel. And something I would just love to do is to be able to travel with my, with my background and my teaching. So whether that's going on something like a mission trip or Mm -hmm. maybe not necessarily a mission trip but with another like non-profit organization exactly but I it has always been a a dream of mine and I just know that that's where it's pulling me and hopefully that's where now I'm saying this on the podcast hopefully Mm -hmm. that's where I do end up because I know that that is something that I would just love and I think I would thrive at doing um so hopefully I finish my five years and I get I get my degree and hopefully I can travel with it and um, kind of experience some other cultures and experience the world um, while also using my knowledge and stuff that I went to school for. And It'll then, make you so well-rounded too if you want oh, to come yeah. back and teach here as it's, well, right? Or whatever you end up doing. It'll make you yeah. so well-rounded. Yeah, for sure. And so I think like even before I went into the education program, like when I was freaking out about what I was going to do, there was thought of taking a year off and I was looking at traveling to places like I was going through all these organizations and signing up and going through like little mini interview processes mm-hmm. and like I was either going to be an au pair or I was going to go and give and do some teaching um but I think I'm glad I did this program because then I'll kind of have that knowledge and background and then hopefully I can use that but again like who knows it fingers kind of, crossed yeah I mean at least I have um three and a half four years to yep, to totally. go but yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting because when I first started this program and kind of had that vision, I it was a vision that I was like, oh yeah, I can definitely do. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not too sure about it, right? Like as anyone, like no one says you can't do these. You know, whether it be like missionaries or just like working with like IVHQ, like all those big organizations. Like you don't need to go as a teacher. Oh no, for sure. Right? I so. just mean in like relation to traveling and where we're going to be at. Oh, we're talking about pandemic now. Yeah. Okay, I was like. I think it's okay if you don't end up being a teacher. Like, we can still make traveling work. No. I was like, whoa. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, right. I, I used to forget we're living in a I, pandemic. No, it's, yeah, sometimes it, it kind of, I space out and I forget as well. But I space out. No, that's the other thing is if I don't finish the teaching program, I'd like to get get a degree or go to school and get something. Like, I really would. But, um, 
yeah, definitely traveling and doing some sort of mission trip or, and I can also teach without finishing my full program. Like there's a lot of opportunities Ooh. where I don't need my full program. I did not know that. Yeah. So that's definitely for me where I see myself at the end of my program, whether or not I finish it or not to kind of get perspective. Cause I am not sure what that's going to look like for me, but <laughs> yeah, definitely traveling or doing something with that has been a passion of mine. So hopefully yeah. Hopefully that works out. Hopefully we're we're thriving. Well, free. I know. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, so I think my end goal is okay if I go. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, my end goal for school in about two years, I'm going to be done. That's where it's lining up. I want to move to a larger city, and I think because I wouldn't do the LSAT right away. Okay. Um, I might look into getting my post back. Right. We've talked about this. And it's funny. I saw a medium and they were like, oh, I see two degrees in your future. Like for sure. I don't know what they're going to be, but you definitely, you're getting two degrees. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, huh. And she's like, and you won't go back right away. You won't want to, but you need to, like you need to, when, when you feel the weird pushback, yeah. that's when you do it. So maybe I won't move right away, but I see myself moving. And then if I don't do post back, like getting into um like probation or parole Mm -hmm. I think uh and I would love to work with youth because I think I could probably make more of a difference I think I strive working with youth more yeah um but then I'm also like or do I take a two years and prep for the LSAT and go to law school or I do my post back immediately after school because I mean that's the thing like teaching like it's definitely something I could always see myself doing, and I always mm-hmm. have, but I never actually considered it as a real option. Yeah. So, like, with post-bac, it might just be nice to kind of have that for if I ever do move, right, and want yeah. to kind of, like, do... But I also don't want to... That's not making me it sound like a fallback choice, right? Like, that's not what I'm saying. Like, no. I know it's it's a very much a real... But I get it. Right? Like, just to have it yeah. as well. Like, it might also be really valuable just to have a post-bac and oh, have yeah. another degree, right? Like. Well, and the other thing is if you do your post back and then you decide, you know, no, I do want to go into law, <clears throat> post backs aren't that long. I think it's a year and a half. It, yeah, years. it's like, only a year and a half. You're in and out. Yep. It's, it's not that long. So you could do it. I mean, you got to see what you feel like after you're done, but you could do it right afterwards, have your post back, have your crim, and then decide, oh my gosh, like I want to go into law. And I feel like it would be really beneficial for you going into law anyways. Like oh, yeah. having your post back, you just have that much more experience and like knowledge under your belt. So, and, well, that's the thing. Like it's all about like the experience, right? And like I don't know what I'm going to take from that and what door that's going to open. Like it's mm-hmm. just, it's been something in the last two years has been really like gravitating for me. Like mm-hmm. I, or I've been gravitating towards it. Like the idea of a post back. Yeah. And having my teaching certificate. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I say that, but I guess we'll see what happens. So, at the end of my program, I hope to be um, obviously done in CRIM and considering, I guess, one of those three options. So, again, very much up in the air and, like, yeah. and that's, I know I was saying earlier, everyone's probably like, well, you just said that you did this to be in law. But, again, mm-hmm. like, working, it's just working within the law, right? Yeah. So, like, that's what probation and parole system. is, right? So, the justice system. So, yeah. I think that's mine. I yeah I love that I remember us talking about that not that long ago about you possibly doing a post back or I might move to LA and be Mecca's assistant like that it's so <laughs> just, bad I consider gone. that like graduate and then be like see ya and just actually leave like I would do four years bye bye <laughs> yeah oh my gosh I show up she's like what are your qualifications I'm like well I've been a nanny for like the last four years and I also have a crim degree like yeah. literally she'll be like no 
Um, okay. What? Th- these are like kind of like shorter, like fun ones. So mm-hmm. obviously we're living in COVID-19 era. Yeah. So we're in online school. And I know for our university, it may not be the same for everyone, but ours is, it's called a hybrid model. So if you're in like nursing or something with like labs, they're called, you would go in person for that. But our programs are strictly online. So that's why we're, yeah. the school's hybrid, but our programs are online. Yeah. So we're, Hannah and I are fully online students. Completely. Like not, Nothing in person at all. No. So... Compared to real school, has how much has your routine changed and what it's like your routine at your uh, online school? Yeah. Um, okay, so for me, online school, I mean, it's definitely different for everyone, right? We're all in the it same sucks boat. Like, for me. It sucks Yeah, I was going to say... <laughs> I hate I was my like, life. I'm like slowly trying to ease into it. I'm like, how do I say this in a nice way? Should but we be blind is, and say it sucks? If, if I'm being I, I straight up, it. I hate it. Yeah. Like... There's days where I'm so close to throwing my laptop off the freaking balcony. Yeah. Like, not not even exaggerating. It's, yeah, for some people I know, maybe our experience is a bit different. Some people love it because I feel like, I'm not trying to like attack anyone, but I feel like for people who are maybe more introverted, they're enjoying it more. Like, I have some friends who are introverted and they're like, oh, I love it. Like, I get to lay in bed and do homework. And I'm like, And uh, who are self-motivated. That's important. That Not is... to call us lazy, but we are motivated by oh, yeah. having it in person, having the profit right yeah. there, having our friends with us. Like, I am not a self-motivated no. person. I need someone. In a pandemic era, I guess. No. I'm not self-motivated to begin with, which is not a good quality, but that's just, that's where I'm at in my life. But I need someone to keep me accountable like yeah. for me, I need a prof there or people there to be like, okay, your quiz is tomorrow. Make sure you prep or you've got this and this. Do next week. Make sure you're on it. And like, I don't know, for myself, I loved, I didn't love, I mean, we are all like, Ugh, can school be over? But I enjoyed being able to get up in the morning, get ready, go to my classes, have a three hour break, study in the library, maybe even stay later and mm-hmm. study after my classes. Like, it just well, it kept that's me got my... all, all of our work done. Oh. I know, especially for you oh, and yeah. I, like, I would crank out way more content, oh, like, yeah. homework wise at school than at home. Yeah. For the way for myself, I know some of yours were too. Like, for my classes were set up where huge breaks. I had huge breaks, which at the beginning of the semester, first year, I was like, this is awful. This sucks. But then I learned, I was like, you know what? No, like I need to, it's a, yeah, blessing in disguise. Like this is going to keep, make me keep myself accountable. And so within those three or four hour periods, rather than going home or going out and leaving school, I was like, you know what? No, you stay here. You're going to study. You're going to get everything in and you're going to stay in the lib. And I would go home and a lot of the time I didn't have to do stuff at home. Not as much. Not as much obviously university so you're always kind of trying to cram and stuff but I there was nights where I was able to like put my laptop and my books aside or leave it in my car and just be like I'm leaving my baggage I'm gonna Mm -hmm. take the night off like stress-free have a me night go see people be social whereas now I find it's so like there is no one here to keep me accountable like Mm -hmm. it is myself and it it's difficult yeah and I don't know about you, like, I'll let you take this away in a minute, but, like, the online components for me is awful. I like pen and paper and book. I do not like 
technology. Like I just, I'm one of those, I don't like it. Like I want to be able to smell the book and like have it right in front of me and highlight and flip pages and then take notes. Yeah. If I'm just like listening to someone talk on my laptop or reading something off my laptop, it's not, it's not sticking. Yep. So for me, that has been a real struggle. So yeah, essentially it sucks. Well, yeah, I'm, I mean, I think the only plus is like I get up three or four times during my lecture to remake myself a cup of coffee, which I couldn't do yeah. before. Like honestly, and oh, yeah. I know that sounds, and here's the thing. We just went off talking about how privileged we are to never have struggled in our life. So I understand how this sounds. Yeah. Right. Like some people in the world don't even have the option to go to school. So I'm very aware. Oh yeah. In that sense. Yeah, don't take this as a we're as a, ungrateful yeah. because of our education. No, we are. I think I'm, we made I'm it so clear grateful we're that we're eight, that our schools even operating right. I'm oh, sure yeah. some schools are doing it so much rougher. And good on the IU for like really making it somewhat accessible um, and user friendly for the most part. Yeah, I think this just kind of comes down to like as a learner, yeah. I am struggling. This this exactly. is like a learning thing. Like oh, I'm yeah. not learning. I can feel myself not learning. Yeah, I'm. In taking what I have to to get my assignment done, and then it's gone, and it's only and it's honestly because I'm not really uh, interpreting it. Oh no! In my lectures, well, and it's harder I find to engage. Like what you said is, I'm strictly doing this stuff to get it in by the deadline. Yep. I'm not actually intaking yep. any of the information. So at the end of the semester, you could honestly you could ask me right now what my midterms are were on today. I have got nothing, and I got 83% on that baby. So I it's just kind of like I'm doing it all for the sake of getting it done and just physically doing it, not... It's just so upsetting. It is. I love my program, and yeah. I love what I normally learn, and I'm not appreciating it as much because of the situation. Yeah. Uh, I will say that I do also need to kind of like... I feel like it's it's... See, we say this, but it's yeah. also, like, not to... I know I haven't held back on swearing before, but, like, tough shit. Like, oh, yeah. we are in a pandemic. I just kind of have to get my, my yeah. stuff together and do it, right? Like, I feel like that's more, like... There's literally nothing else I could be doing besides dropping out. Oh, yeah. And I don't know how long this pandemic's going to go on for. So, in two years, if it's just starting to wind down, and I just don't go to school for the next two years, well, now I'm two years behind my classmates, right? Oh, yeah. And what can you do? We can't <clears throat> travel right now. There's not uh, much we can do. There's not many opportunities. So... Take this time now. Take advantage of it and just yep. get your get your shit done. Yeah. <laughs> After crying, we're like, you know what? Never mind. Yeah, yeah. this is on us. We just got to do better. But so that's the thing. I think online school, like, um, as a whole, kind of sucks. Yeah. For the learners that we are. Yeah. But I just like have said this. I, I was like, I I will get through this mm-hmm. and I will be fine. Yeah. And I it just makes me work a little harder. Yeah. And, you know, it's a little more stress. Yeah. And it's a little more uh, un- uncomfortableness, right? I oh, hate it. Oh, for sure. But, like, things could be a lot worse. Oh, yeah. And we could be in full lockdown again and I could not be seeing any friends anyways, right? Exactly. Like, at least we're able to do this and, like, get together and see, have our bubble of people exactly, for yeah. sure. And, and I will also add that, like, for the, the schooling part of it, yeah, like, essentially we're like, okay, for us, it's not where it's at. Like, we're not enjoying it that much, um, but we're still doing it. We're still getting our stuff done. Like, we're, we're still grateful we get to be in, in um, like, taking classes and stuff. But the other part of it, it is, is that I have noticed that I 
now, like before with school, I would strictly, I did, I worked like 30 hours a week at the pool. I would just be at BIU all day and then I'd go to work, which Mm -hmm. is right there. So I lived on that end of town and then I would go home, sleep and repeat. Like it was just an endless cycle. Mm -hmm. And so for me personally, for more of my like mental state and like just my life in general not so much the schooling I've noticed that like now I am making time to go to the gym a few days a week mm-hmm. I am making time to go out with coffee for coffee with friends I am spending more t- time like interacting socially with my friends and loved ones and probably more so than I should be I should probably be focusing on my classes in school a little bit more but it's for me helping me get through this time like it's me it's what makes me happy you just made a really good point like because it's all online we're so we're so stuck at home yeah like before because you were uh pool school home and then like when you see friends occasionally like you felt like you were bouncing around a lot more even though you were so stuck in a routine it was you're bouncing around more because you're stuck at home for the majority you have to force yourself to kind of change up your scenery which is probably helping you Oh yeah. Like Like, like you said, you go to the gym a lot more. Like, oh yeah. And for me, that's always for myself. That has always been a struggle. Like I have played sports throughout my whole life, like high school, childhood, like I was active. I did sports and stuff. And then I started lifeguarding, going to university and that kind of came to a halt for me. And so now it's like, okay, it's nice that I'm getting back out there and I'm making sure that I make time, but I also have that time. Mm -hmm. Whereas before, like, yeah, I know excuses, but I really did have limited amount of time compared to what I have because you were physically running around everywhere. It was just yeah. harder, and it, it it was mentally kind of like draining and stressful. And even though I know like a lot of people are having difficulties with the online school and think it's mentally draining, which I agree, mm-hmm. there's also that aspect to it where I'm like, oh, I am a little bit grateful for. Yeah, like I, it's hard. There's definitely pros and there's cons, mm-hmm. as there is to everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm the same. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you, yeah, you sum that up pretty well, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's all spiel on that's online all, school. That's all we're going to write on, yeah, before we get, like, an email from our <laughs> university being, like, you ungrateful <laughs> yeah. people. Exactly. We don't want to go off too much about it because we are still super grateful. Um, okay. This is another fun one. <laughs> I love how I was like, last one's going to be fun and short, and then we're like, we actually hate it. <laughs> um, okay, what's the most interesting class you've taken so far? Okay, you you take this one away. I'm trying to think of the name so, of mine. I feel like I'm really trying to like sell criminology, but it's only because again, like people are really not educated on it as much. So it's, it's like yeah. it's like fun talking about it. But in crim, uh, we study a lot on like I said, like the why of crime and the theory surrounding crime. So we had a whole class last year called. Um, uh, extended theory of crime it was like crim, crim 360 and it was just like building on theories that we are what we've already learned so there's all these like schools of thought surrounding criminology of how people commit crime like are you born with a gene that makes you a maniacal sociopath killer mm-hmm. there was a study that was like there's a serial killer gene and everyone was like what and they thought they figured out they're like serial killers they all have this one gene and then that kind of fell through and it's it's not really a thing so like People have been grasping at straws for years to figure out how, like, again, the whole nature versus nurture, like, that's a huge thing that we talk about in crim, and yeah. we have to write, like, massive papers on, and, like, evidence surrounding both, and, you know, like, 
trauma. That, so I think for me, theories is really cool. And like, there's one called labeling theory and it's like the label that you can get. It's, it's oversimplified a little bit how I'm about to explain it, but it's around the same lines, like labeling theory, like labels that are stuck on you in your life grow to be a part of you. That's why the, the word oh. criminal is so like damaging to me, I feel because it can lead to more. Right. So we just, sorry, we just did this in sociology. Probably. We talked yeah. about like crime and deviance and like deviance. labels deviance in society was one of my favorite classes last yeah. year and it was all about um our whole section was on labeling theory and like i forget who the uh i think i forget who the person is but he was like you know you see a kid in the kindergarten class who's like the little troublemaker mm-hmm. right and they're they're the bad kid they get the timeouts they get called out for their classmates a lot right like when they get passed from classroom classroom and they're like well I've heard about you you're the troublemaker from Miss so-and-so's class you know how like kids will like, grow into that label a little bit yeah and they always end up being like the class clown like like the class bad kid right and we've seen those kids who throughout school like they just really grew into that as well and like now is that to say that they're just we're always going to be an annoying kid maybe but like the labeling theory is all about like you grow into that label mm-hmm. and you perform as you're expected and with criminality like you it's called primary and secondary labeling and the primary is like the initial one and then the secondary comes from the opinions of others from that label reinforce the initial label so when you are an incarcerated offender for maybe a drug trafficking crime right you do your two years time you come out you are an ex-offender in society and it's known right Mm -hmm. it's it's public you can't get a job at McDonald's or wherever because, oh, offended. Right now, actually, McDonald's is really good about that. They hire everyone, and they're really accepting. But, like, certain jobs you can't get because yeah. of, your, of your label. It's definitely more difficult. Well, if there's nothing more to your life than this stupid label, why not excel in the label? Like, seriously, if you're good for nothing anyways, if is right? If you're telling yeah. yourself that, and you're being told that from other people, like, do you, like, you kind of get it? Like, yeah. Now, again, I'm oversimplifying it because there's a lot more factors in a crime but like that for me blew my mind because I'm like wow you think about and like how girls like in you know in high school they'd be called like certain you know terms about like how promiscuous they were right oh, like yeah. and how damaging that can be on your self-esteem and stuff yep labels like stick sometimes and like labels really can impact you deep down and like you think about it and you think about all those labels that you may have called others or like whatever and how damaging that can be that class blew my mind because I didn't again think about that too yeah. much in depth and that's a whole school of thought for crime and that's just one school of thought yeah there's like 10,000 like it's crazy so I think theories for me was a good one and also as a side note my women's studies class was pretty cool that was just a fun one I know we, we both took one of those and yeah it makes you like proud to be a woman and proud to be like a f- feminist and like oh, no, for look sure. deeper into society yeah I I wanted to go more into depth in like women's studies and maybe do like a minor in it or something um and I ended up deciding on history which honestly I've been picking and choosing my history classes to kind of be women's studies anyways love history yeah yeah so Uh, fun side note just like spice of the podcast (sighs) so I came into class this is my first year I took women's studies uh late and I sit down, I was like 20 minutes late, and the girl next to me, I'm like, oh, her, her. like, I immediately noticed her necklace, mm-hmm. my prof's necklace, because it looked a little weird, and I was like, what is around her neck? And I turned to the girl, I was like, oh, her, like, I was, I was like, oh, her necklace, like, what's up with that? And she's like, it's a 3D printing of a, of a vagina. Huh? And I'm like, what? What? And it was like, not to get grabbed, but it was just like, it was like, like, labia and like every like it was it was a three and I was like but it didn't look like that's the thing like it wasn't like I knew it was right away like it was weird it was like it was like a deconstructed 3d printing of a vagina and I was like Uh, what 
the heck. Like, she wore that thing with pride. Like, Good for her. Right? Like, just, like, I don't know, avenues of that. Like, so, anyways, sometimes random shit goes down in women's studies. Yeah, but honestly. anyways, like, and I was 18. I was like, I don't even know what's going on right now. But yeah, anyways, so. Happening. That's a fun little tidbit of who you might run into in a women's studies class. But, yeah, I feel like we both love those classes. So. Oh, no, we. Those we, are my answers, but. Yeah, we love them. Like, my, what I'm going to say for my classes, um, this history class I took, and it was gender and sexuality in pre-modern world i'm i don't know the exact like wasn't it post class. a certain world war pardon was it like post a certain world war um i think that was my other one okay yeah i've, I've taken quite a few like history classes now because that's my minor and i do love them but this one specifically was like gender and sexuality in the pre-modern world so like um before like gender and sexuality not at all how we know it now. Yeah. Like, now we're in the 21st century, and, like, I feel like there's... Sorry, my hot water tank just went <laughs> off. If you can hear a, a whirring, that's yeah. just my hot water. Anyways. That's so funny. Um, But, yeah, it's not at all how we how we know it now, and I feel like society and in general is we're a lot more open, and there's a lot more, like, going on with that now. But mm-hmm. um, just learning about, yeah, gender and sexuality and, like, what that means and back then what it meant to be like different is what they would call it and they didn't back then like you you didn't know what was happening um and stuff like that no education around it no no education around it whatsoever like now we have that lgbtq plus and we're learning a lot about it i am actually for like my histories and my gender studies and stuff like that um but it's just, it's a lot more openly spoke about is what I'm going to say now. Yes. Whereas back then, it was like what they would call a taboo. Like it was hush hush, you yes. keep it. And so just... And they, they like would group anything that society deemed an app. Oh my God. It's heating my house right now and I'm so sorry. I'm, I, I have to address it or else yeah. it's going to be awkward. <laughs> if we're talking like really loud, it's because we're afraid you guys can hear everything. Um, okay. I feel like everything that society considered an abnormality or quote-unquote weird like I don't know right they like if you had a diverse ability if you had autism right if you were born like missing certain parts of like your limbs if you're born with anything like if 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 you were gay like you were like misfit different get into a psych ward like it was so weird to think how far we've come you were you were definitely outside of societal norms like you yeah you were an outcast and like we learned all about like people like intersex people and back then and how like now it's a lot more openly spoke about like I said and talked about and stuff but back then like people were confused they didn't know what was going on with their bodies they didn't what it wasn't talked about and if it was talked about you were kind of like shunned almost like it was not a thing that or like let's fix it like they would yeah yeah it was it was something that you were meant to fix and work on rather than something that like nowadays we want to openly talk about and make more people aware and accepting of and embrace yeah and embrace so like learning all about i'm like all my friends hand knows like i'm really into that kind of stuff like gender and sexuality and women's studies and just like the history behind so many things that today we're like oh it's normal it's fine totally but how we got from one point to another i just find so fascinating so that has probably been my favorite class it was a difficult class i'm not gonna lie some of the papers and readings that i had to do like way more advanced than what i'm used to totally but just the content 
that it was on was so fascinating and it's one of the few classes where you could ask me about and I could just start going off about all the information everything I That's learned so, that means like, that you that you enjoyed it so much during right? exactly so yeah so I definitely if you're kind of like me and Hannah and you're into those type of courses and you're just willing to kind of like have more of an open mind and you want to learn about that kind of stuff and how if you're into that sort of thing then I would definitely recommend taking that class I don't know what the exact name is but gender and sexuality in the pre-modern world there's lots at our school there's probably oh, lots yeah. of, a lot of schools it's very much more like yeah. an embraced field and everything for sure yeah but no love definitely my favorite class so far I'm hoping to take more like it for sure I know, same. I need to open up my, well, yeah, my schedule's going to be pretty open next semester, so maybe I'll join you. That'd yes, be fun. Yes, we could take some together. Um, okay, this is our final question. So, what is the most valuable thing you've taken from your program? This is kind of jumping off what we were just talking about, like, what's yeah. the most interesting thing, but, like, the most valuable that you think will help you in your personal life, maybe. Wow. Okay. So... Yeah, I think I'm gonna let I'm thinking I'm gonna let Han take this way because I feel like there's a lot, but there's also it's very minim- like I'm trying to figure out what mm-hmm. I kind of want to pinpoint. So yeah, you I want to hear what you have to say. So I'm gonna sound like a broken record, but in like its simplest form, like not judging a book by its cover, right? Which is such a openly taught lesson. But I, feel I like think it fits like so well though. Yeah, totally. And I feel as though to stop having preconceived notions or passing judgment onto others because I think it's really harmful and it can be really um awful for the other person as well and like I think understanding that like everyone comes from a different walk of life and like do unto others as you would want done unto you is I think so important and like understanding that like if you are able to just be accepting and like loving of everyone and taking a person's situation like and not passing judgment on it I yeah. think is again just like really important and will just help me in my personal life because obviously in my career like I will be working with people who have done heinous things mm-hmm. and have seen heinous things and come from you know bad situations or maybe came from good situations and made a lot of bad choices right like again we're all human and like just because I didn't struggle with that and I think it's easy to be like well I didn't struggle so obviously like Mm-hmm. Other people are choosing this thing. Like, it's not always as simple as, like, bad people choose bad things, right? Yeah. I have no idea what someone's been through. So I think, for me, the most valuable thing is, like, understanding that it is so much more than that. And if I can live my life in a way of trying to just be understanding and open and just, t- like, remembering that a person is a person. Like, yeah. I think that's so, again, with labeling, you see a label, right? Yeah. Person first what they did second, right? Uh-huh. And because I think everyone deserves a fair, right? Like, I mean, I mean, obviously, I would not be as, like, loving towards someone like, I don't know, Hitler, right? Like, you know, I'm, that, that, that's oh, what yeah. I'm saying. But you're, you're typical average offender, right? Someone who, is, yeah. who has been recently incarcerated, like, understanding that, like, what got them to that place, like, you don't know. So, yeah, right? I think that's important for me is to be not passing judgment no for sure and I feel like yeah that's a really good one I think especially for your program but honestly in general too like Mm -hmm. that's just such a good aspect to take away from it if I may go ahead uh being grateful I think we both learned that a lot too it's so important to be grateful and reflect a lot on what you're grateful for 
even the little things. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm grateful that I, I, I can even go out and get myself a Starbucks. Like, that's just so lucky, right? Oh, yeah. That's so great, right? Saying For things sure. like that. Yeah. I definitely, like, just in, enjoy the little things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like that it's so ta- taken for granted all the time. And I, I'm just as bad for it. Like, I do it all the time. And sometimes I have to sit back and be like, no, no, no. Look at your life. Look at what you have in front of you. Like, oh my goodness, you need to take a minute and, and speak to what you're grateful on, you know? Yeah. For sure. Um, so for, for my, like, takeaway from my... I know, mine program, was a very big topic. Like, it doesn't need to be mine, that big. Mine is too, though, honestly. Okay, okay, like, good. There's not, like, a specific thing where it's, like, learn how to lesson plan. You're, like, algebra <laughs> was just, like, great lesson plan. <laughs> no, mine's definitely a bigger one, too. So good. I feel like it doesn't... Maybe it's not necessarily so specific on our specific programs, but... For me, it's just like, I don't know if I'm putting this right, but looking at the bigger the bigger picture and realizing that not everything is like black and white. Like, yes. real, yeah, realizing that, like what I shed light on earlier is how for me in teaching, it's not so much that I'm like, okay, I want to drill these math equations into my students so that they're the best kids in the school at math. I, yeah, I want them to learn. I want them to expand their knowledge, but that's not necessarily what I care so much about. I care that I am that safe space, that environment for them to show up to and be able to just like be comfortable and feel safe, um, not knowing what they're going home to, right? And so I think for me, it's just like realizing that you do not know what happens behind closed doors. Like you do not know what is happening in someone else's life. So I feel like it, it's so hard. This ties into Hannah's like not passing judgment, mm-hmm. um, but also being being super open to realize that like you have no idea what's going on in on other people's lives. Like you don't know what's going on in their shoes. And so just, if does this make sense? You Absolutely. know what I'm trying to say? I know that's why I, felt, I was like, I feel like mine's not making sense. I know, I'm like trying I feel like to, people are hearing what we're saying. Yeah, like just... So far, like, I have done a lot of different courses um, that have, hasn't have really had anything to do with my program. So yeah. I feel like a lot of yours is, like, specifically CRIM. I am doing right now econ, sociology, totally. geography, like, a lot of things that I Women might... studies, right? Like, yeah, yeah, might not be using when I end up teaching. Um, I've only taken a few education classes because that's all I've needed to take so far. But it's just, like, between my education and my history courses it's just like learning about yeah there's so much more than what we see I feel like that's that's what I'm gonna leave it on like there's so much more than what we are just seeing would you also agree and I feel like this is a really simplified version with teaching and working with kids and mine working with like recently incarcerated offenders yeah but you can hold someone accountable right if you have a kid who's like being annoying in your class you can be like listen we're gonna get it two-minute timeout, and then we're going to talk like talk about it, right? Yeah. And we're going to, like, right, like, not... You can still hold someone accountable for what oh, they yeah. did and actions that they're taking and then, like, build on that, right? Oh, yeah. And I think that's what we're both good at is, like, we, you know, responsibility should be taken for sure. Accountability should be taken. Yeah. Um, let's understand why maybe more. And I think for teaching especially, too, that's, like, that ties in so much. Like, honestly, I think you do so well in Krim, and that's why I consider myself in teaching because... Mm-hmm we understand this concept so fluidly, you know? Yeah, I think we're both very similar in that kind of aspect, like our awareness and stuff like that. And so I, I totally agree. Like we're both, our programs are so different 
yeah, I've noticed, like, us having conversations and even just this, like, talking on this podcast, like, how different yet how many, like, similarities and, like, things that we can take away from both our programs that kind of line up. Yes. You know? That's why we work so well as friends. Yeah. Definitely. I think. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Literally. Um, But, yeah, no, I think. I feel like they're both very broad. But, yeah, no, I think. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah no I think I'm sure you're like why not why yeah sorry I'm okay. so tired sorry yeah. no, we're like, there it goes oh. I'm blowing one down again <laughs> we're back to normal we're back to the day. same old programming <laughs> um but yeah they're both very broad but I feel like there's something that has definitely been a takeaway from our programs and mm-hmm. just the experience of us going to school. And I think we sold it pretty well. Like, yeah. I feel like we could work for the university as advocates for our program. Honestly, like, we, I feel like we really sold that. Yeah, sponsor us, you know. Yeah. Hire us. Hire us. We <laughs> could use the money right now. I was going to say, we're both looking for more jobs. Like, yeah, for sure. Is that where we want to end it? Yeah, Is that I want to so. call it? Okay. I think so. That was, I feel like that was fun. Um, okay. That was. I, hope, I feel so inspirational. I know. I'm like, I can, <laughs> I can do TED Talk. <laughs> hey, welcome back to Literally with Mon and Han on today's uh, TED Talk. TED Talk. <laughs> Catch us next year being like, okay, so we've advanced. Selling seminar tickets. Oh my God. <laughs> I can see us doing that. We can build a brand. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, thank you everyone so much for listening. Yes, that was a lot of fun. We hope that you guys took some things away from it whether or not it's like you're in university and you just wanted to be like hmm let's see their take on it and their Mm -hmm. programs or whether you're going into university or whether you're not you're just our friends listening and just want to hear our little (laughs) spiel (laughs) but thank you so much and it was a lot of fun yes uh not to be annoying but some housekeeping if you want to rate and review that would mean a lot to us on apple Podcasts. if you want to subscribe that would mean even more um if you want to follow our Instagram at literally the podcast on Instagram, we have a lot of fun content on there. Yes, we do. And just as like, you know, speaking of like being loving to everyone, like go check out our friend Braden's podcast. It oh, just launched. Yes. I know in the last episode it hadn't launched yet. It launched. He's put out, this guy is just like on it. Two Driving. episodes in the last like five days. It's yeah. called B plus with Braden Zimmer and it's on Spotify right now. Not yeah. Apple podcast yet, but soon. Mm-hmm. He has some friends of ours on, and it they're they're really fun episodes. They're like, very different than ours. Yeah, I feel like it's def it's a different vibe, but I I love it. I love it. I love more. How, yeah, I know. We're <laughs> like screw this, Brayden. We're yeah. coming to join you. Um, no, but I love how different they are, and I love. Yeah, I was just listening earlier today. Mm-hmm. Amazing, Same. love it. Some really good topics too. Like very interesting. He has good people on. Yeah, good friends of ours, and like just. It's a lot more like go with the flow, which I think is a really nice, yeah. easy listen. Like, it's just so nice. And the other thing is, like, I know Hannah and I can go off on tangents and stuff like that, but we're also, I feel like, we're also from a girl's perspective, right? Like, so mm-hmm. this is Brayden, and he's going to have, like, lots of people on, but so far, both episodes, he's had the boys on, like, yeah, the guys. guys on, yeah. And so maybe if you guys are kind of wanting to listen to a podcast, hear a guy's perspective on things or their views, because um, I know they talk about a lot of interesting topics and yeah. a lot of good stuff lined up just go yeah go give it a listen just a shout out we're not going to be doing that a lot that free <laughs> promo Braden. if yeah. you want to start paying us for it we will but yeah. <laughs> sponsored posts <laughs> oh my god I can see it now you know what gets my day off to a good start Sorry, listening to B plus with Braden Zimmer <laughs> hashtag sponsored yeah <laughs> every time little like music tune in the back yeah literally <laughs> oh my god okay well 
Awesome. Love you, Mon. Love you, Han. Love you all, listeners. Thank you for joining us today. And we will see you guys next week. Yes. Bye. Bye.